Hello, welcome to 1014 Sesh. I am Kimberly. I am Maria. Welcome, guys, to our ninth episode. Ninth episode. episode, girls. One episode left until our 10th special episode. I know. <laughs> Can you guys believe it's been like nine episodes already? That's I also crazy. can't believe it. Like, no, I look at through our Anchor app and I see the first one was on December 11th. So that will be our anniversary for the podcast. Literal. Aww. <laughs> Emotion. Yeah. By the way, I want to say a huge, huge thanks to all of yeah. you guys that are listening to us. Porque Kimberly and I, we're, we're shook because we hit our 300 plays on... I think in general, like our plays. Yeah. Yeah. So basically... Our podcast has been heard 300 times. So that's super, super crazy and amazing. So thank you so much to our friends, our family, and all the people that we don't know that are <laughs> listening around the globe. So thank you so much for listening, your support. You guys are the best. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I want to thank everyone as well. Like at the beginning, like we said, this podcast is for fun. It's like a safe mm-hmm. haven for me and Maria to just talk about whatever comes to mind to vent mm-hmm. and everything so yeah like I was expecting like what 10 or 20 and then just the 60 because of the Instagram followers yes <laughs> so now that I saw 300 well right now it's 303 I'm like wow yeah so, yes thank you so much for listening to us Yay. so Kimberly how was your week girl what you been up to oh nothing much but yesterday, I finally finished my super ultimate rewatch, the Star Wars. Oh my God, girl. <laughs> How was it? It was very emotional. Like once you see it like all, like you feel like you're part of the, the gag in a way. Mm-hmm. So when, once they win the fight and everything, you're just crying. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was amazing. And no, y la música de background, como que yeah. se te van los pelos, like John Williams. Thank you for that composition. He is the man. <laughs> he is the man. but yeah it was beautiful but nothing much same shit how about you well girl this week has been more i've been feeling with more energy this week um i just want to start by thanking you kimberly Mm -mm. surprise surprise i want to thank this woman porque la semana pasada you guys know that we recorded our truth or drink episode and i had the worst allergy ever (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was so bad Lindo. and I was supposed to um because every week we we oh Kimberly edits the episode or oh, I do it like we try to switch it up every week and it was supposed to be my turn to edit it and I went to sleep early and when I woke up the next day this woman <laughs> she was she texted me and she was like I don't know you say come okay what you did what she created I mean she edited all that episode in question then she also, uh, you also created the no like that night I everything. was I was hyper like I edited <laughs> did the cover art description yes. I was like it was just for you to listen to it give me the okay and boom upload that Damn. shit literal so girl snap yeah. clap to you baby girl snap clap you're the best you're the best so this week um I did a full moon ritual in the first full moon of 2021 que estaba en Leo. I don't know if you in Miami um well homestead my bad homestead 
if you got to and, have and a ch- homestead is part of miami Dade county so i'm still miami oh, sorry. I think oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay 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 <laughs> no but well, yeah miami it's his own fucking world so okay yeah homestead homestead <laughs> <laughs> By the way, segue, que mucha gente, you know, I'm in, in my hotel, cuando yo te, I'm doing the check-in, mm-hmm. mucha gente dice, no, que Miami está en el garete, que sí, con lo de COVID, y yo como que por dentro, oh shit, que es verdad. Sí, cada, no, tengo, I follow a few pages on, on Instagram, only on Jade, este, literally Miami, y las cosas que ellos postean daily. Yo me quedo con la boca abierta. Y yo, ¿no hay pandemia? ¿No hay pandemia? ¡Shit! Y no, no gente no. loca, loca, loca. Yo, no, no, y la cosa es que cuando... I mean, eh, aquí en Puerto Rico, we're still receiving tourists, pero la, la gran mayoría son los mismos puertorriqueños o latinos que viven uh-huh. en Florida o en otros estados que vienen a, a veces la familia. Uh-huh. Y pasa mucho que, ¿verdad? Los boricos que están allá afuera... They come here, like, thinking everything's fine, everything is open. Este, aquí somos más flexibles, que si la mascarilla es cuando le dan la gana. I'm like, no. You have to use y your face. Ma- yeah, mandatorio, yeah. Uh-huh. Y entonces ellos se van a janguear y they come back without their face mask. I'm like, dude, like, what the fuck? Like, you're supposed to have one at, at all times. Mm-hmm. Y digo, shit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I just want to mention that. But anyway, back to the FUMO. <laughs> este, I don't know if you, had, if you got the chance to see it, um, Kimberly, no. pero at least in Puerto Rico, uh-huh. it was the brightest full moon I've ever mm-hmm. seen recently. It was so beautiful. I think it lasted like two or three nights, but it was so, so, so bright. Nice. Y now that I took the chance, I did my full moon ritual, and I feel so much energized. So, guys, so when I do my full moon ritual, I basically, I do like a, I have a workbook and they give us questions so we can reflect on it. And they are all based on the zodiac sign of the season. So the full moon, even though we are in Aquarius season, the full moon was on Leo. Okay. So one of the questions was, what does vulnerability or vulnerabilidad en español feels to you? And I wrote, vulnerability, or vulnerabilidad, means opening up and recognizing my own flaws and insecurities, acknowledging that I am not perfect, I am only human, and we all share some kind of fear, anxiety, or insecurity. Sharing my story, talent with the world is my vulnerability. Bye. Nice. So Dang. I wrote that, and I was like, mm, I think I'm a, I want to share this with the podcast. So, okay. Girl, I, I've been slacking on my meditation and rituals. Okay. That's probably why I've been feeling, in a okay. way, sluggish. Mm-hmm. So I need to get back to that shit. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I completely understand you. Porque yo, hay veces que, que se me hace... Not difficult, but I'm the type of person that if I keep doing the same thing over and over and over, me desmotivo. Como que I feel mm-hmm. like, oh, I have to do this again. Y, y me pasa cada rato con la yoga and meditation. Y again, yoga girl, you know, she has yeah. the podcast. Ella tiene conversations from the heart y tiene uno mm-hmm. que es más cortito. But every morning, yo escucho los que son cortitos, que duran like five minutes. 
y hubo un episodio que ella dijo, you know what, it's okay, if you want to have like a yoga break, you take your yoga break or meditation break. You deserve a break from mindfulness too. O sea, porque no todos los días everything is going to be shiny and not everything is going to be happy. No, like in my case, hours. I feel like spiritually, I need mm -hmm. to meditate at least once a week okay. to like release everything. And mm -hmm. I haven't been doing it. And the thing is, me acuesto con eso teniéndolo en mente. Yeah. So in a way, I'm kind of like setting myself back. <laughs> so I was like, no. So probably today, yeah, I'm going to get down on my shit. And yeah, because I would always do the new moon and full moon este, meditation, meditation. moon omens. Y La verdad es que, de hecho, yo like... hace, hace par de uh -huh. meses que yo no hacía el meditation de, de, de moon omens. Hace mm -hmm. par de meses. Pero este me... Because I usually do something else. Pero dije, ¿sabes qué? No, let me just do it differently. Déjame hacer este meditation de... De, de Moon Omens y hago las preguntas de, de Workbook mm -hmm. y me gustó. Like, it's, it's good to switch it up sometimes. So, yeah. if you guys are feeling the same way that Kimmy is, that you don't like, oh, I haven't been doing meditation or, or I haven't been doing this practice that usually is good for me, don't feel bad. Like, it's okay to take your time off. Whenever you feel good or whenever you feel like, you know what, let me just do this. At least five minutes, just do it. Uh, but don't feel bad if you're taking a break or if you're not doing the same thing that usually brings you to your center, to your clear state of mind. Like, it's okay. Just take your time and do it at your own timing. I think the so, main thing yeah, as well, because Moon Omens lo menciona cada rato, to find like your comfortable yeah. place in order to do your yes. meditation. So I would always do it in mm -hmm. this corner of my bed, pero con las piernas, like crisscross in a way, sentada, like literally como meditation. Okay. Pero no puedo. Mm -hmm. So, right. como que se me hace awkward tener una pierna flat y la otra. <laughs> Mira. Like, pero, have you tried doing it laying down in your bed? If it, yeah, but it feels awkward. Like, that, feels that awkward? originally, the original, like, sitting position, that was much. So, I guess that's why <laughs> I'm still, like, trying to figure out what will be the next comfortable way to do this there's so many ways that you can yo solamente medito sentada like you said like mm -hmm. with my my la pierna cruzada mm -hmm. pero hay veces que y si tengo espalda especialmente on my low back like mm -hmm. it hurts so I try to lay down yo lo que hago es que yo cojo mi pillow Aww. echo yeah. <laughs> I have like a monster pillow in my bed so I use him yo cojo mi my yoga mat eh, pongo el, el pelo on the yoga mat, me acuesto. If, um, if it's not too hot, I take my blanket como si fuera a dormir, pero obviamente with my crystals para sentirme que I'm holding something so I don't fall asleep. <laughs> so I do that and yeah, it helps me a little bit. So you can try something, whatever makes you feel comfortable. Like find mm -hmm. things that when you're in your bed or whenever you do meditation, like gives you that comfort. Para yeah. que te sientas más motivated. So if you guys listened to our last episode on the truth or drink, we had like a little poll on our Instagram page at 1014sashpodcast. So ganó GIF por uno. How much percent? We had five votes for GIF and four votes for GIF. Pero ¿cuánto fue por ciento? 56. Okay. So officially Latino counts. Obrigado. GIF. <laughs> GIF. Gif. We call it GIF. So yeah, so basically, if you guys heard the last episode, we had this little bit of a 
como un tipo de, de like brain question like do we say gif or jif i say jif jiffy jif well clearly gif is the way to go honey <laughs> by one Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I demand a recount. Recount. <laughs> okay, Trump. <laughs> this is fake news. Fake news. What are we going to be talking today, honey? So today we're going to talk about expectations of us as a child, and then versus adult reality. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. So yeah, we were like thinking, brainstorming for topic for the, I mean, future topics for the podcast. Y este topic, we've been like, este putting them to the side for a yeah, while. Yeah, this one, we've been, we've had it on the list, like things sí. in the very beginning. And I'm mm -hmm. like, you know what? I think it's time to take, yeah. to bring it out to life. <laughs> yeah. See, but I mean, I'm pretty sure all of you guys have experienced that when you're a kid, you have this expectation of who you're going to be. Or where you're going to be when you're an adult, when you're like 25 or 30 years old. And when you are hit that age, is like, yo, like, what's going on? Yep. I, I, this is not how I planned my life was going to be when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so we basically were like, you know what? This is a good topic because we can um, talk about all the things we envisioned when we were kids, like marriage, um, careers, etc. And, you know, where we stand right now as an adult. Yeah. So the first bullet point that I have here, marriage. Like as a child, yeah, as a child, Solisaba <laughs> at the age of 25, like, you know, the perfect marriage and everything. And ya tener todo propio by 28, 29. Mm -hmm. But reality. <laughs> What's your reality, girl? Reality, still single as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't met the one. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, like, I feel like right now, relationship status is in a way complicated, but it's not yeah. really a priority right now. I have a question for yeah. you, Kimberly. When you were a kid, how important was getting married to you? Like, how did that shape your childhood? I feel like as a kid, it because of my family members mm -hmm. and everyone around me, it was like really pushed forward mm -hmm. that no, like, you know, as soon as you get into high school or get your career like in place, that's the next thing, marriage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And no, from my father's side of the family, they were more strict. I remember the really? last time I visited my grandmother from Guyana, she was like, oh, like if you're not married by 21, we can make an arrangement, like a, an arranged marriage for you. What? One of my aunts, she got married like that. And <gasps> to be honest, she was one of the lucky ones that, esa es la única que se quedó casada de toda la familia, para que tú veas. Mira vaya, wow. And like, she actually fell in love with him. So, a ese extremo, so I was like, yo, <laughs> what would have been my life if I would have <laughs> went through with that? But I don't know. I, I feel like so esos tiempos de los huacara. I know, like, yeah, in some religions they still do it, yeah. but for me personally, I'm like, I prefer to find it my way, you know? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so what's your experience on Maraj? Oh my God. <laughs> so, mira, 
to be honest, when I was a kid, yo siempre pensé that I was different to most women for some reason. Like, en mi, como tú dijiste, us in a culture, nuestra familia, somos latinos, puertorriqueños, y está in, tan inculcado en la tradición de que, ok, tú estudias, te gradúas, te casas, tienes hijos, o esto y lo yeah. otro, ¿verdad? Y entonces, it gives you so much pressure, como que, coño, pues ya, I should be looking forward to have a relationship with someone. Y, o un trabajo que no me guste, pero como tengo tanto chavo, pues, ok, I'm good, y después para casa mm -hmm. y otro. Y yo... Gracias a Dios que yo nací, yo creo que that's my, the Aquarius rising in me, <laughs> que I was like different to everybody, to my sister, to my parents, como que yo siempre me visualizaba de grande being independent, mm -hmm. being single, like, sí, me hubiera gustado, like, I was thinking about having a boyfriend, yeah. pero no tenía como prioridad casarme, that was at least my, my, my you know, my view. Este, but, <laughs> este, I did have a lot of issues porque, I mean, pressure by society porque en la escuela, you know, en San Francisco, tener novio era como que algo super um, important in a way, como que, oh my God, este, como que cada persona pues tenía su parejita, aunque era novio, you know, childhood, Yeah, temporary. Pero back in the day, if you had a boyfriend, it was like, oh my God, like you have a boyfriend, like you otro. Y yeah, I, I was feeling the pressure. Y yo, like, I think I've said this before, I wasn't the type of girl that had crushes back in when I was a kid. Obviamente, as I grew up, I was starting to, you know, me gustaba que, or whatever, pero no era de que le tiraba el tipo, o I was hoping for him to fall in love with me, like, I wasn't expecting anything, really. Uh, but, with my sister, I did feel a lot of pressure, because my sister, she got married with her high school sweetheart, que es mi cuñado. Oh, they've been together for, I mean, okay, they, they started dating when they were in ninth grade, no, in eighth grade, I think. O algo así. No, ninth grade. Eighth grade es que empezó la tiradera. Ah, güey, la Kimberly. Yo, Kimberly has the dirt. presents for all of this. Yep, yep. Yo me acuerdo nada más. Extendito, Mayra, don't kill me. Ella se hizo en el pelo, like a unicorn thing, on top of, like she put her hair all in un moño bien alto, right in the middle. Now she looked like a freaking unicorn. Yo me acuerdo que hasta le saqué foto on my Nokia phone, and that was the profile picture. Que ella cuando me llamaba me salía. And everyone was like, ¿Para qué carajo tú te hiciste ese peinado? Ella, na, na. Y entonces conmigo y Tani, ah, no, para llamarle la atención a Efraín. And we're like, oh, my God. Pero no, me acuerdo que esos dos siempre era un debate, una pelea. We're like, these two are going to date. And then the next year, bam. <laughs> Together at last. Yeah. <clears throat> so, como, como esta tipa de Friends, eh, Rachel y Ross, yes. que se odiaban y después se juntaron. Como que, exactly. Hello. Exactly like that. Pues, pues nada, basically, pues they were together for a lot of years, como like mm -hmm. nine years de novio, novios, and then they got married. Y entonces, during that time, pues I met my, my boyfriend, At the, time. <laughs> At the time. Y como que 
en back in, the, in my family, como que la, la norma era, tienes el novio, you will still live in your house with your parents until you got married. That was the rule. Mm-hmm. Yo por dentro, I don't want to follow that rule. I want to live on my own. Like, I want to yeah. do my own shit. Pero entonces, you know, she got married, blah, 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 live the happy life, this, the other. And then I met my boyfriend and we were like thinking like, yo, we want to live together. Like, I would love to do that step with you. Pero obviamente mi familia era como que front upon, like, no, 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 desgracia. You know, like, yo, it's just like, I'm going to be here just living with my boyfriend, whatever. Anyway, punto fue que we got married, my boyfriend and I, and... Como que, uh, definitely my my I really want to talk about this in more in depth in a different episode pero para hacerlo resumido uh, my marriage was so simple comparado con la de mi hermana que was a full on party you know with yeah, the Cinderella big, ball Cinderella oh style people okay <laughs> like my sister's wedding was amazing yeah. <laughs> that was super brutal but I always envisioned like if I got married to have a very simple wedding you know with the mm-hmm. dress pero You know, just with the close family and friends, nothing too fancy. And I did that and I felt like, okay, like it, it wasn't as glamorous as most weddings are, but at least I did it with my family being supportive at the time. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. The dress I, was gorgeous, though. Thank you, boo. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. By the way, that dress does not fit in it. <laughs> it does not fit at all. Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> So we have gone fat. <laughs> well, you know that saying that when you get married, you get fat? It's true. <laughs> well, It's girl, true, y'all. I guess it works for bridesmaids too. Because <laughs> <laughs> that bridesmaid's dress does not fit. By the way, Kimberly, you yeah. and I, and I'm on bridesmaids. I mean, yeah. yeah. I remember I, I intentionally lost weight for the wedding. Even though it wasn't wow. my wedding, I wanted to fit. <laughs> on a bridesmaid's dress bonito but i lost a crazy amount of weight and um yeah you and me we were the same size and everything yeah and um i remember que no hicimos primero like las medidas de los trajes in david's bridal yes and then like we already had the dress set and everything and then like five months later it was then the actual wedding right so i was like trying to stay fit whatever but i don't say que with my gap people every time that was like my mm-hmm. only my only failing thing because alcohol has calories you know yes it does i'm like oh my god no puede ser and i remember my mom and chris my brother they mm-hmm. both like me agarraron la espalda y ahí subió el zipper completo pero i had gained weight and i was wow. like oh shit and then after the wedding forget it everything is mm-hmm. history <laughs> everything is history yeah. <laughs> no pero de verdad que we should post a picture de the us together it was different though yeah okay you're a wang yeah hello it was strapless dress yes. very beautiful like um era beige creo que era como beige yeah y entonces lo más lindo de ese traje es que el, la falda tenía como como unos waves yeah bien bonito como sirena mm-hmm. y obviamente ese traje en, una, en un gancho no dice nada. Es como que, ah, oh, otro traje. Pero se veía tan weird. A I mí mean, no weird, pero como que diferente. 
que no los apreciaba. But once you put but, it on, like, it shows that curves, like, girl, yes. Like, boy, <laughs> watch how world Kimi and Maria. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I was going to say rapidito, eh, para cambiar al próximo expectation. <laughs> <laughs> que cuando yo estaba en la boda, I was with my, with my ex-husband, que era mi novio en aquel entonces, y me acuerdo que rapidito la gente, ay, ahora van ustedes, ahora faltan oh, ustedes Lord. para la boda, y yo por dentro me cago en la madre, I don't want to get married, I mean, at a time. At a time. <laughs> at a time. Mm -hmm. Pero, ya, yeah, es como que, you have this, these dreams or aspirations, like, it's natural if you want to get married, it's natural if you want to be a mommy, eso, pero it's okay too if you don't want those things, ¿tiendes? Mm -hmm. Pero lamentablemente, we have so much pressure by society, como que no, que cuando vas a tener hijos, cuando te vas a casar, mm -hmm. cuando vas a tener tu casa, o whatever, como que te fuerza, like it forces you to do things that are out of your, um, de tu, de tu nature, como que you do things que tú normalmente no harías, pero como estás forzado a hacerlo, you do them anyway. So, yeah. Yes. Pero um, nada, I will, ho hopefully, I'll be in another episode de hasta la experiencia como boom, boom, boom. slash divorce. Oh. <laughs> so what's the next expectation, girl? Next expectation I have as career, as a kid, don't make fun mm -hmm. of me. I thought I was going to be a singer. I thought I was going to be the next Spice really? Girls. <laughs> La próxima Britney Spears. Yes. And <laughs> like I always have my career because it was like a handheld karaoke back then. And it had mm -hmm. the, the cassettes that mm -hmm. you could record from the radio, whatever. So I was always singing, recording. So and my, and as a child, I was like, I'm going to be a famous singer. Da, da, da. As I you know started growing I saw myself mm -hmm. like as a journalist in a way okay pero después adulta like I don't know I felt like career-wise like I'm still trying to find my place like mm -hmm. a balance and it's hard because literally in every I feel like any any work industry either you know someone or you're like highly qualified in order to get that job mm-hmm Cause I say, porque si, no, no te va a pasar, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's like, just keep on trying. Like, you never know. So that's how career-wise. But yeah, like mostly as an adult life, it's mostly been like retail my whole life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, and management, but that's about it. Y tú so también estudiaste educación, right? Y... Yes. But I, I, as a career, like, yeah, that's what I studied, but as a career I haven't really fulfilled nothing in education like I've done my volunteer mm -hmm. hours but work-wise nothing yet okay so what about you girl well career-wise again Aquarius rising <laughs> yo nunca me vi trabajando como doctora mm -hmm. o como you know this traditional jobs yo nunca me veía trabajando así inclusive my mom she's a dentist <clears throat> mm -hmm. y you know again la gente Diciendo, ah, vas a ser doctora también, vas a ser dentista. Y, y le preguntaban a mi mamá que si, were, if she was gonna, um, ¿cómo se dice? Como que donar, darnos su oficina when we grow up to have our own business. Mm 
este dentista. Mm. Y yo, like, fuck no, I don't want to be a dentist. I don't want to be cleaning dirt, people's dirty mouth. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Pero, ya, yeah. yeah, yo creo que eso a la misma, in a weird way, como que me fue creando en la mente, ok, no, I'm not going to be a dentist. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be like, like my mom. I mean, not like I don't want to be like my mom, pero I, I want to mm-hmm. Y igual en la escuela, como que, en San, y más en San Francisco, como que nos inculcaban a estudiar más eh, que si ingeniería o, o sea, profesiones que sean, like, very smarty, mm-hmm. <laughs> que you have to be a brain to do those things y I mean I don't I'm not saying that I'm dumb like I obviously I'm a smart person pero when you put me some math equations I go crazy like I, I can't it's too much for me I don't do math <laughs> y esas cosas como que I was realizing I can do this for a living like yo no puedo ser una química o una like this I can't because I, I just nada más de ver los números me da ansiedad imagínate trabajando en eso <laughs> Like, fuck that. For me, it was the opposite. I'm like really good at it, but mm-hmm. no me apasiona. And that's that's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, like if you're good at something, you should keep doing it. But in reality, no. No, like, because if it's, I mean, if you're good at it, then yeah, you should pursue something towards it. But if you don't love it, mm-hmm. si no tu pasión, de que vale. I know. Okay, inclusive, I was going to say that when I was a child, I wanted to be an, astro- um, an astronaut. <laughs> I was so, so in love with space, the universe, este, eh, you know, NASA, all those things. But yo darme cuenta, like, you need to be a brain to be, to work in NASA. Mm-hmm. Yo dije, I can't, porque yo sé que yo soy pésima en la matemática, then I can't do that. Even though I loved it, me interesaba, pero I'm not gonna, you know, dedicate something that I'm not good at. Y long story short, ahora estoy, again, in love with astrology. Como que, okay. Yeah. No, ahora okay. te dijiste eso de otra nota. I, I know I had a stage. Because uh-huh. I would always look at the sky. And yeah. I'm like, yo, I, I want to go to space. But <laughs> like, I don't know, more like as in visiting, not just like becoming an astronaut and for that to be my job, you know? Yeah. So maybe in the future, who knows? We'll get shuttles to go to space. By the way, ya escuché que en hace, no sé si ya empezó o está en proceso, que hay tres multi-billionaires, que I don't know their names, que they are paying... And they're getting trained to actually go in space as tourists, okay? So wow. that's a thing. It's happening. Well, I need these Space these tourism names. is going on. I need these names. Maybe they could be my sugar daddy and take me with them. <laughs> Girl. Oh, That'll be the day. <laughs> like, oh, by the way, I'm inviting my friends. <laughs> We're all going in the show. <laughs> Fíjate, my, my career is basically tourism, etnería. But I chose this career precisely because it was an unconventional job because I was un, definitely unconventional. Y, y a mí me gusta eh, being, ser servicial, me gusta mm-hmm. eh, be kind to people, help them. Y in a way, 
it's also cancerian in me. <laughs> Pero, ya, yeah, como que son cosas que me gustan y I'm good at it. Like, I'm good at talking with people, make them laugh, or just being friendly. If I get, I can get paid and I get my benefits from it, and hell yeah. Yes. Yeah, like I think I also spoke about this in a different episode, pero yeah, con Elizabeth, que, que the good thing about working in the tourism um, industry is es que tú puedes seguir escalando. Yeah. Because the best thing is your job experience. Mientras más experiencia mm-hmm. tengas, más pro- probability you have to keep growing in the industry. Yeah. O tú puedes brincar de un departamento a otro. You know, it's a learning kind of exploring a yeah. industry. And it's also something like you, Kimberly, que I'm also going through. Like, I want to expand myself, see what else can I do. Yeah. Because este, right now, I'm like, I would love to change careers because I had my my fun. And I mean, I've done my thing in the hotel industry, but I want to do something else. So yeah, I think at least for me, career-wise, like, I knew that I wasn't going to be this great, you know, uh, this huge career. I've been more like going with the flow kind of person. If it, if it's for Same. me, <laughs> if this, if it's for me, this, this management position, then I'll try it. Like yeah. I'm up for trying, pero si yo veo que no me gusta, then okay, I step back. Like I have no issues in, in going See, back. That's the other thing as a, mm-hmm. as a child, or at least when I was younger, Uh-huh. porque esa costumbre si empieza algo te tiene que quedar ahí a, oh, a ver si se abren yeah. más oportunidades o yeah. whatever and I feel like you get stuck within yourself but then at the end of the day you're not really happy so that's yeah. when like this anger comes out of nowhere you start snapping all of a sudden uh-huh. could be to your own family members or a los mismos clientes and you're like wait what the fuck porque reaccioné de esa manera yeah. and I feel like now I finally took the courage con Miguel esto no es para mí. I, you mm-hmm. know, I decided to let it go. And like mentally, I really needed it. Y I feel like most importantly, your health always has to come first yep. before anything else because you could easily be replaced. Mm-hmm. And that's the first thing you always need to take in consideration. Always put yourself first, your health, your family, everything else comes second. And also your, your peace. La paz mm-hmm. mental. Así mismo. Like, yo prefiero trabajar literal like a housekeeper or from this agent mm-hmm. being at peace de que okay tengo mi, mi steady schedule tengo mi paga segura mi beneficio hasta en un trabajo que me estén exigiendo tantas cosas o they're treating me like shit yeah. o you know you name it like because I think pre- para nosotras dos específicamente mm-hmm. like I don't know you but at least me but you and me we're kind of always on the same page We always try to like see or understand the person, like see the best of themselves in a way. So you're like, oh, like it might be like this now, but eventually it will get better. But it doesn't get better. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's where you're like, you get trapped. Yeah, it can be a get piling up. Like, look, I mean, me estaba pasando en mi trabajo porque a mí me dicen, no, María, que tú tienes mucho talento, que you're talented. Que si tú vas a seguir creciendo, yo, ok, ok. Y yo, pues, ok, pues, and let me stay, a ver si, si sucede. Pero pasan los años, y you don't see anything. Y como que, then, why am I and here? It's not, it's not... Yeah, and it's not even that. 
a mí, por lo menos en mi situación, <clears throat> as years kept passing by, like, okay, yeah, something might, might not have opened during that time, but I felt unappreciated. And mm -hmm. I think for every leader boss out there, always, 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 you have to get to know your employees. Mm -hmm. Like even on a personal level, because si, que sabe, aloha, ellos no saben que uno hace este podcast, or we could edit pictures or stuff like that. Cosa que a lo mejor, for their advantage, they could even use us for that. And they don't mm -hmm. even know. Mm -hmm. So I always say to bosses or leaders, get to know your employees well, because you never know when other opportunities could come and you could offer that position to them. Yeah. Also, always, always, always make your employees feel appreciated. Porque cuando mm -hmm. uno se siente apreciado, you're willing to do so much more for the company que yeah. al uno seguir esperando, like we don't ever get that thanks or that, you know, encouragement. Como you're doing mm -hmm. a good job. Mira, se te va el ánimo. Like, I mean, like, what, what am I so doing? True. Why am I here? So, That's yeah. so true. Me iba a decir que, que los leaders, como tú dijiste, los leads managers, yo antes, yo misma me limitaba tanto de que yo no puedo ser gerente, yo no puedo ser lead, porque yo veía ser un gerente como ser this strict person, o ser mm -hmm. esta persona que regaña, o que da warnings, que, que, you know, they ask so much of the employees. That, that was my vision, o lo que yo pensaba que lo que tiene que hacer un gerente. Mm -hmm. pero cuando, you know, I gave myself the chance to try it, to be a lead, me di cuenta que es al revés, like, you have, tus empleados, they're going to give you so much respect, so much trust, si tú confías en ellos, if you mm -hmm. show them, mira, sabes que, I trust you, go ahead, run the show, este, y no es tampoco de que, dejar que hagan lo que, lo que les dé la gana, pero it's so important to give empowerment to your employees porque, para que ellos se sientan they're doing a good job. Mm -hmm. Cuando ellos toman una decisión in any scenario, it's so important that you back them up. Yeah. O at least a frente del cliente, okay, como que I so, go ahead, I support you. Y cuando se vaya el, el cliente o el guest, entonces mira, yo creo que for next time, this is how you should manage it. This is how you exactly. could have done better. Porque a mí me pasa tanto, Kimberly, en mi trabajo, que you say this, tú le dices que no al cliente, whatever, y entonces uh -huh. dices que no, que no, que no, que no, viene el gerente, le dice que sí, y es como que, coño, ¿y dónde está el backup then? Then why am I, eh, you know, getting stressed so much if it doesn't matter what I say or do, you know? It is crazy. Eso que dijiste, like, it, it also depends on the company, because I feel like every company has their different policies, And I don't know if it happened to you mm -hmm. when you changed to one until to another, certain policies were different because it happened to me at least yeah. um, changing from Gap to Van Heusen because in Gap, they were really mm -hmm. strict when it came to returns. If they were washed or passed a certain amount of time, we would not allow it. Well, in Van Heusen, the customers mm -hmm. always right. <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this clearly has been worn, has been washed, el botón roto, and I'm supposed to allow this return? Hell no. Y bueno, si yo estaba sola, yo era gerente, mira, papá, I'm sorry, te quedaste con él. Pero si estaba mi, mi jefa superior, olvídate, ella siempre decía que sí a todo el mundo. And that would like, oh, piss me off so much because yeah. you're, you're giving that liberty for the customer to do whatever the fuck they want. 
and for for them to keep doing it mm-hmm. and i'm like that's in a way like stealing yeah. money from the company but they don't see it like that because the customer is always right i'm like yeah. bullshit <laughs> i mean yeah i completely feel you but sabes que yo aprendí sabes que if the customer is always right then okay fuck you te vas a joder tú no yo mm-hmm. i'll do my job tú quieres que diga que sí okay mira sí go ahead do that do this ajá y cuando venga el guest a joder de verdad ahí te jodiste tú exacto porque I'm just following the rules as you yeah. put them right pero ya yeah, like I think it's so important que que you know to feel empowered to feel um, trusted que tu gente te conozcan mm-hmm. que que saquen de su tiempo para hablar contigo si mira estás bien how how are you feeling que te noto que estás un poquito rara raro whatever like it's so important that human connection it's so important in a management position so yeah i think yo creo que eso fue algo que, que también yo aprendí en, en industria no te leeré yeah. y yo creo ahora like i think if i had the chance to actually be like a, a like a manager manager because right now i'm just a lead but if i have a chance to be a manager i think i will be definitely pro employee like I hate so much cuando los clientes salen, no, que si yo soy, yo soy VIP, o yo soy esto, I'm like, okay, thank you, like, I appreciate your, your loyalty, you want but lamentablemente, esta es la que hay. Sí. Mm-hmm. Shit. Pero no, as a manager, también, because me ha pasado, you have to be careful, mm-hmm. and it's, because it's hard. Like, yeah, getting to know your employees and everything, but also remaining that professional, like, yes, physique mm-hmm. in a way. Because then the employees, like, ah, esto un charlatán, ah, con este puedo hacer lo que quiera. And then they, they think, like, tu eres tu pana, and they could get away with certain things. No, 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 no. Yeah. You still have to show up in mm-hmm. time. You still have to do your shit, you know, like in a correct way. I got your back, but don't take advantage. So, hay que poner ese fronte de que, mira. Like, I got your back. I know you sí. and everything, pero do, do the things correctly, you know? So, mm-hmm. Claro, es un balance. No es que Exacto. vamos a hacer pana, porque we both know que hay muchos gerentes que mm-hmm. salen con los empleados, que janguean y eso, y cuando mm-hmm. es la verdad de dar el warning o, like, just discipline some, your employee, ahí es cuando los roces empiezan, because you don't know how to separate work mm-hmm. versus personal life. Exactly. Nothing against, because... I mean, if you want to hang out with your employees, go ahead. Pero ten en mente que they're going to, most mm-hmm. likely they're going to, it's going to fire back at you. But yeah, definitely, definitely, that's very important to have in mind. Damn. What's the next um, <laughs> expectation? Que vamos a seguir por ahí hablando del trabajo. Este, the next expectation was children. Children in general, mm. pregnancy. So as a kid, yo dije ya a los 28 años. I was going to have twin mm. girls. Mírame a mí. Twin, <laughs> twin girls. Twin that one, girls. That's it. Exacto. Chosen and everything. Set. Chosen and everything. <laughs> and, you know, as, as a girl, yo dije, okay, it's going to be twin girls. Their names are going to be Annabeth Rose and Serafina Luna. Bien, Serafina sí. Luna. Sí, bien, oh. bien fina. And, <laughs> o sea, a un nivel exagerado. Entonces, I remember in San Francisco que nos daban los bebés en biology. Mm, yes, yes. I yeah. remember I got a boy and I was like, oh my God, I got a boy. I wanted a girl. <laughs> but then, and I got the boy. I named, I like the name Owen. 
So if I ever okay. have one, it might be Owen. I'm not sure. But now, obviously, ya voy, voy a cumplir los 30 casi. So zero mm-hmm. kids for now. <laughs> but for now. in the future, I would still want the two kids, not necessarily twins, but you know, yeah. the, about, the, about those names, I don't, I don't know. It might change. <laughs> I have a question for you. Um, again, uh, I think that us women, we have this, I mean, we do, we have a bi- biological clock que es como que it's running against us because we need to get pregnant before, you know, you know 40s. You Eso a mí no me tiene tan de eso because my mom had me when she was 35 and okay. then my brother at 38. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. Ex- yeah, I was like, eh, I could wait. <laughs> so, yeah. Or, you know, like whenever, si es que me da la oportunidad, pues, you know, bienvenido sea. But I'm not, I'm not like in no rush, you know. And if it does come up to that time and I still, you know, I'm not pregnant, I've, I've heard other methods about like freezing your eggs and such yeah. thing, maybe, or si es que no queda preña, mira, there's always this option. So like, but do you still want to have a kid or, or if it's not for me, then it's not for me. Do you still want to have kids in the future? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice. Yes, yes. But it's crazy because back in the day, I would want girls. I feel like yeah. now I would want boys. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want a girl. <laughs> and why just, is that? Just thinking of them going through their like periods and oh. if they, the whole, you know. The drama. Exactly. I'm like, I know. Prefiero tener un niño lo, lo, you know, I'll raise them up to be the best gentleman. <laughs> Not, yeah. And, you know, pero like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like having a girl might be stressful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the experience, yeah. So what about you? <laughs> Wait, I think just like you, I'm still no baby. Igual yo me veía, I, I had this expectation que para los 30, starting my 30s, I was mm-hmm. going to start planning, you know, having my family. Mind you, I thought I was going to be, I mean, I got married when I was 25. And I thought I was going to be married forever. And no. Mm. <laughs> so, descartado. Eh, so, yeah, I'm back at that mindset que, bueno, estoy soltera. Like, there's no, I mean, hasta el momento no hay ningún tipo de, de, de guy que I'm interested, like, maybe to have some, like, a baby or anything like that. I still would love to have a baby. I'm not going to lie. Pero ahora mismo, I'm 28. And I am trying trying to do an investment e, like I'm starting ahora that I'm divorced I'm single I'm like trying to have my single life you know like yeah. maybe out of my parents house uh, you know get my things done by myself e, I want to enjoy that I want to mm-hmm. have that freedom como que mira, I live on my own I tengo mi casa, tengo mi carro, whatever e hopefully uh, after my 30s you know, I would love to have kids, but I think I've also come into terms with myself that if I am not a mother, then I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, my sister, she's, she's a mom. E I know how hard it is to raise a child and how much money <laughs> you're going to be like, Oh yeah. Girl. <laughs> e sola and I'm still figuring out how am I going to pay for my shit on my own? 
Imagínate para un bebé. Es como que, shit. Obviously, it's different because my sister's married y Efraín, you know, he has his job y whatever. Igual mi hermana, so they have a secure income. But still, like, what if I don't have, what if I don't meet the right guy? What if I'm, I mean, es que vaya a estar jamona for the rest of my life. <laughs> pero, <laughs> what if I don't, I don't settle down? Like, if I have that chance to either adopt a baby o hacer algún tipo de, de inseminación artificial or whatever, Mm-hmm. How am I going to raise a child on my own? Like, I don't know. Como que so many uh, factors that... I feel like... Yo, yo era igual que tú. You know, falta que when I was in Miami Day College, one of my English professors, um, mm-hmm. Professor Goodwin, shout out. Este, <laughs> she she inspired me because she's still a single woman. I, I believe she was like in her late 40s. And she actually gave us the news when she finally adopted her baby girl from Guatemala and seeing her so happy how she always wanted a kid and she's doing it on her own so like I was like you know what if you really want something there's always options yeah and like no matter what you go through like you could always accomplish anything so that for me like it gave me hope because you know I still haven't met anyone so I'm like you know what like I still have that option you know Whatever. Yeah. Like you make yeah. the best of it. So, yeah. If I don't get pregnant the natural way, I will definitely consider adopting. Mm-hmm. Pero, I mean, tengo la bendición que mi hermana tuvo un bebé. My yeah. nephew, tiene, he's like two years old. So, yo me estoy viviendo ese, o at least practicando, you know, as an aunt, how would it feel like to be a mom? Yeah. Because eh, in a way, yo también estoy ayudando a mi hermana a criarlo, like, cuando voy a su casa, I play with him, lo, I'll clean his dirty pampers, gives him food. <laughs> so, in a way, estoy experimentando at least some part of motherhood with my sobrino. Okay. In a way, I'm, I'm, I'm not missing it. Como que estoy viviendo eso a través de mi hermana. Obviamente, me encantaría tener ese, esa experiencia de... de quedar embarazada, you know, had that belly, la ropita, yeah. baby shower. Like, I would love to go through that process. It's a beautiful, beautiful process. Painful. Not easy. <laughs> <laughs> Pero it's something very, it's a miracle of life. Like, I would love to get to experience that in, a, in once in my life. My Pero mom, si no se me da, it's yeah, okay. Exactly. No, my mom mm-hmm. has a picture when she was pregnant of me back in mm-hmm. Jersey. It was this beautiful blossom tree. And she had like this polka dot shirt, Ira Barriga, see? And I was uh-huh. like, that's so beautiful. And like, I don't know, I always envision myself like doing the exact same photo and like yeah. comparing it. So yeah. yeah, like having that feeling, like the belly and everything, it mm-hmm. would be a beautiful experience. Yes. Yeah. Yo creo que, eh, para en mi caso, the, my sister's baby shower fue como que ese spark que me faltaba como que yo she looks so beautiful yeah. with her dress <laughs> la barriguita she she literally like yo me yo me quedé es, that day staring at my sister almost the whole day Aww. y en momento she was smiling like all the time I'm like oh my god like I wanna I wanna experience that like I I love <laughs> seeing her happy este y ya I mean she's eager for me to have a baby too because she wants to be she's she's an aunt bueno ya lo dice Already. cada rato en el corillo que cada cada una de nosotras bueno cuando vamos a tener sobrinitos para que yeah. Mateo tenga tenga para pa. <laughs> no pero ya yeah. like hay cosas en la vida que uno quisiera verdad experimentar pero I mean we 
we also have to know that life is very unexpected mm -hmm. y como dice el saying que dio obra por caminos misteriosos so ¿verdad? uno espera que tener esto, estas experiencias y whatnot pero if it's not for you then it's okay maybe it's, it was for a higher purpose Mm -hmm. uh, in life que, I mean if you're listening y tú estás, if you're trying to get pregnant or you're trying to adopt if that's your dream then you know don't lose faith mm -hmm. you always remember that there's a higher purpose for everything in life so yes so the next expectation is about housing mm -hmm. <laughs> as a child yo tenía ya la meta que a los 21 años ya no, que 21. Yes, because yo dije, ya, ya 21 y yo soy adulta, I'm the shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm grown woman. Exactly. I'm on my own place. <laughs> Girl, I was so young and foolish. <laughs> no, like, maybe in Puerto Rico, maybe I could have done it. <clears throat> like, no, having my own place and shit. Pero aquí en Miami. Mi gente, the cost of housing is ridiculous. 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 Pa un, pa un cuartito con un baño, 1,500, están... La renta. Exacto, la renta. Really? I'm like, hell no. Y eso no es tan barato. And I'm like, no, like you te obligan a tener un roommate or, you know, someone yeah. else. Yeah. And I'm like, no, bitch, I want to live on my own. Like, what the fuck? Girl. So, se hecho bien difícil. So, I was like, not until I have that career que me pague super bien. No se me va a dar. <laughs> <laughs> or, maybe I find my significant other. Oh, sugar daddy. Yeah, or sugar daddy. <laughs> que me mude. Pero, ya yeah, as a child, yo, yo, yo dije a los 21. Entonces, no, la cosa es, and I know I shouldn't do this, but I keep, like, following my mom's, like, timeline in a way. Okay, yeah. She had, like, her own apartment a los 25. Okay. En Cecilia Place en Isla Verde. Mm -hmm. An independent woman. <laughs> so, Isla Isla Isla, yo, yo me había dicho, y como, ¿qué diablo? Si no, a los 21, pues 25. Like, have to have my own place by 25. Mm -hmm. Pero digo que en Miami that happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, me sentí like in a way like, not like a failure, pero I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I get you. It's a weird feeling. You're like, oh, like, I really thought I'd be like in this stuff, but it's not really happening for me right now. Yeah. I even considered Like maybe in the future, I don't know, moving to another state, is that my economical or even going right. back to Puerto Rico? We don't know what's gonna happen. I'll be my roommate, yeah. Yo, <laughs> chacho, party todo el día. Que que, esos los vecinos van a estar cagándose la boca, boca. Dejen de reírse. Chacho, las pagaritas de un. That would be something. But we, we don't know. We, we will see what the future has in hold for Holds. us. But uh, what's, what's your... No, that, definitely, I completely, completely understand what you're saying. Porque al igual que tú, I'm still living with, with my parents. Mm -hmm. I, yo tuve la bendición, ¿verdad? Que me casé y tuve viviendo two years with my, my husband at the time. Even though things did not turn out the way I was expecting, 
Uh -huh. I, yo nunca me arrepiento de haber hecho esa movida de mudarme a un apartamento because that was my dream like I wanted to have that life that independent life uh -huh. este, y yo gracias a eso como que yo me like I saw myself girl you can do this like you you know your finances tú haces la compra limpias la casa you know yeah. your shit like you can do it. you can do it actually yeah. on your own Entiendo que tú dices que cuando tu mamá se mudó a los 25 a un apartamento en Isla Verde, girl, I completely understand, porque ese era mi sueño. When I was single, uh, yo le decía a mi papá, papi, yo cuando me, no, cuando yo me gradúe, I'm going buy mi apartamento en Isla Verde, yo le decía, yeah, yeah. frente like, a la playa. Place. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Y él, no, nah. no, tú no pones en un lado, yo voy a decir, me voy a ir yo sola. I feel like we have to take in consideration también este... Like back in the day, things were so much cheaper yes. than now. Yeah. And I feel like we have that pressure también, que we should do things on our own, pero la cosa price-wise is not the same as it used to be. We have to be real. It's so yeah. difficult to be a homeowner or to mm -hmm. by yourself. It's so hard. And that's actually something that I'm trying to figure out because I'm trying to buy my first home. Yeah. By eso mismo, vivir on my own. Y, y has it been easy to like, okay, como yo puedo eh, machar mi gasto versus what I'm earning y a la misma vez <clears throat> pagar mi casa. Porque the whole idea no es comprar la casa para después estar en yeah. debt. O no poder mm -hmm. salir, no poder ahorrar. You know, that's not the purpose. Para eso me quedo en casa de mi papá que no pagó renta y estoy cómoda. Yeah. Que, que in a way, mucha gente, y más lo, los que son ya cuarentones, cincuentones, they say, ellos cuando, por ejemplo, un guest que me dice, ah, ¿tú vives con tu papá? O vives sola, no, vives con mi papá. Me dicen, the best thing you're doing. Quédate ahí. No, no I remember my first, first class ever uh -huh. in college. Mi profesor de speech, este profesor Belone, él, lo primero que nos dijo, o sea, pasó asistencia, and the first thing he says, I'm going to give one advice to all of you. Bien serio. And we're like, what the fuck is happening? What's <laughs> and he's like, happen? live with your parents as long as you can. Shit. Y lo dijo repetitivamente. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> But it's so like, true. Yeah. So true. Um, yo creo que esto es un fenómeno de, lo, de us millennials. Literal, yeah. there's so many people our age, casi en los 30, que viven con sus papás y no es porque quieren, es que es difícil yeah. vivir on your own. Y, tu, y para encontrar un roommate, una persona responsable, porque una Exacto. cosa es así, ah, vente para vente pa casa para que y después vives una conmigo. persona bien puerca o no te pagan their share, de, te enrolla tú, no. Claro, claro. Y I'm not gonna lie, I've, I've been thinking to find a roommate, pero a la misma vez yo digo, pero girl, the whole purpose to doing this es para que tú vivas sola. Extraño, exactamente, porque no vas a tener privacidad, regardless of the friendship, no va a ser lo mismo. Yo dije, pero no, fuck it, like, let me just find a place que se acomode en mi budget y entonces me, 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 me atrevo a hacer la compra. Pero es so true, y igual me pasa cada rato que mi, que a mí, yo no me quejo de mi papá. Like, I, mm -hmm. I'm fortunate que I have a good relationship with my parents y yo no me joden de ahora, porque antes era como que eran bien, bien estrictos, pero ahora I have freedom to go out if I want to 
gracias a Dios, obviamente yo aporto uh, yeah. dinero a mi casa, pero I don't have to pay rent, no tengo que, que hacer compra. Es como que I have so many benefits right now. Y yo me dije, ¿sabes qué? I'm going to do a step back. Like, I'm going to stay with my parents for a while. Pero es por un propósito, because I'm saving money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm lowering my debts para entonces comprar casa, which is what I'm trying to do now. So, yeah, like, I mean, yo digo que it's, it's not a shame if you find yourself living still with your parents or con tus abuelos or, you know, algo mm -hmm. más este, like, it's okay. Like, we understand que las cosas no están fáciles. Y, y también hay muchas casas que al either alquilar o, o comprar para el precio. Es como que, what the fuck? Like, esto mm -hmm. es una mierda. Esto no vale lo que tú estás pidiendo. Como los Airbnb en Puerto Rico, ¿verdad? ¡Loca! <risa> Mira, eso está cabrón. Yo Mira, hay apartamentos que ni siquiera son beachfront, que te cobran un cojón de chavo. ¿Más que y un es hotel? Como que... ¿Ah? ¿Más que un hotel? Ajá, es como que, what the fuck. Y es la verdad, y mucho es lo que la gente hace. Ahora están comprando apartamentos o casas y los revenden o los alquilan. Uh -huh. Para Airbnb, que es un business. La gente tiene que inventársela y no, no se les yeah. compra, ¿verdad? So, yeah, definitely, igual que Kimberly, yo tenía en mente, ah, cuando me gradué, yo te decía, cuando yo me gradué de la universidad, de bachillerato, I'm going to live on my own. Y es como que, nope, nope, nope. The universe is like, girl. Girl, slow down. Like, you ain't going nowhere. Stay with your parents. Yep. Última expectation. Well, not really an expectation. It's more like anecdote, maybe. Yeah, in a way. Like your relationship with your parents. How was it back as a child and how is it now, Maria? I have to say that thankfully now it's way, way better than how it used to be. Yo cuando era pequeña, I was so shy. I mean, yo con mi familia nunca, sí, nunca fui shy, shy, pero sí era bien calladita. Like I was, I would always stay in my room, you know, doing my thing. Casi nunca salía a hablar con ellos, like, mm -hmm. casi nunca. Pero, like I've said, my parents were so strict. Y se me hace difícil como que hablar con ellos de mis sueños o de mis aspiraciones. Que yo quería hacer el Disney College Program. Y mi papá was like, fuck no, you're not going nowhere. Like, what the fuck? Y no sé yo por dentro, I was like, how dare he say no to this opportunity for me? Like, I want to grow to something good for me. Like, that was how I was seeing it back in the day. Like, mm -hmm. why won't he approve it? Why won't he eh, apoyarme, you know? But I meant that things happened. I got married. So, in a way, it was good that I didn't go. I will say that al raíz de, de mi matrimonio, things got way better with my parents. Okay. I think they thought I wasn't able to do things on my own. Maybe that's why they were so strict with me. Y cuando yo me casé, inclusive mi hermana también, mi hermana pensaba que I was not gonna last too much with my marriage. Mm -hmm. I didn't, pero not for the reasons. Exacto. For different <laughs> reasons. Hello, yeah. disclaimer. Mm -hmm. este, pero cuando yo me casé, I was like pumped. Like I was the, yo digo que yo fui la, la madre casa del año. Like I will do so many things. I will cook, I will clean, I will do this and that. Y yo les demostré, mira, I can do this. Like, I'm mm -hmm. a woman now. Y when I got divorced and they got 
time they, they accepted me back to their home, ahí fue que yo poco a poco me fui abriendo con ellos, I, mm -hmm. I told them my experience, like what, why I was putting this way with my ex-boy, my ex-husband, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Y ya, yeah, like, gracias a esa experiencia traumática para mí, <laughs> eh, me ayudó a ser más abierta con ellos y ellos también conmigo. Y ahora, gracias a Dios, estamos como panas, like we're friends. Y yeah. a veces, vamos, ahora no por el COVID, pero antes del COVID, we would like go out to have drinks y todo. Y ver películas y vacilar, mm -hmm. like yeah. friends. Y definitely, when you're a kid, I think you see your parents like, ay, mira esto, mira a joder. Ajá, ay, que mami, literal. mami, viene esto, ay, que... Viene esta? Ajá. <laughs> pero cuando tú eres adulto, te das cuenta... Oh, so that's why they were like this with me. Oh, ay, uh -huh. por eso fue que me estaban regañando porque yo fui un cabrón, una hija de puta, algo así. <laughs> Como que, that's how I, my point of view, que tú te da, you step in, their, in your parents' shoes. Como que, you understand so much. Like, oh, mm -hmm. okay. Like, you weren't a bitch because of this. Like, okay, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your experience, Kimberly? I feel like as a child, I really had no relationship at all with my parents, neither okay. of them. Mm -hmm. My Like my parents are divorced. They've been, well, they separated when I was around four, but officially got divorced when I was six. And my dad right now, he's in Pennsylvania. Well, yeah, I still here living my mom in Miami with my brother. But when my mom back then, she worked at the airport um with american airlines and she would always have different shifts or long mm -hmm. ass shifts like i mm -hmm. never really spent much time with her at all mm -hmm. and like i would always do my own homework and everything <clears throat> so i really never had that connection with her y a veces molestaba like cuando me venía a regañar por estupideces o cosas así says like really mm -hmm. like you really don't know me at all and you're giving me shit right now <laughs> So it, it has mm -hmm. like una batalla. But I didn't realize back then all the sacrifices she was doing as a single mother, you mm -hmm. know? So mm -hmm. I gave her so much admiration y todo lo que hizo por nosotros. Like she really gave up her entire life for me and my brother. So, mm -hmm. eso, you know, lo aprendí ahora. Yeah. Pero con mi padre, ya tú sabes, like, I don't know, like we barely talk. He did certain things that we actually completely stopped talking. Mm. But I could finally say now as an adult, me and my mom are like besties. <laughs> yeah. We do everything together. We talk about everything. Like, you, you know, we, we actually built that relationship. And don't say when my dad finally, I felt like I've been able to open up more with him. So we talk like every other day now. Cuando antes, yeah. it would maybe be like once a month. Y cuidado. Mm -hmm. So, like, a lot of things had changed. But I feel like in general, parents always, you know, try to do the best for you. And we never mm -hmm. realize it. Yeah. No, like, I even had a funny story. Una vez que vimos para un Macao, Puerto Rico, para el mal del mal. And my mom, because my mom had, like, a strict schedule for us to go to sleep and shit. Yeah, <laughs> and she was like... You guys need to go to sleep by 9 p.m. Da, da, da. Y yo me acuerdo, like, yo, yo me tiro una perreta ahí con ella. And I was like, mm -hmm. why? And then I was like screaming at her. And I was like, I cannot wait to be an adult. And she was like, hmm, be careful what you wish for, honey. And I was like, what do you mean? Why was she right? And I'm like, now, I'm like, boy, 
That was the laugh like that. <laughs> Look así. Yep. Uno de pequeño. ¿A ti no te pasa a veces que you start like thinking back at your childhood? Que uno como que, oh my God, I can't wait to be an adult. Like, I can't wait mm -hmm. to get out of this house. Even my yeah. own. Y entonces llegas a ser adulto y como que, yeah, I like, want to be a kid again. Yep. I want to be Literally. in my bed, watch TV, or jugar en la computadora, whatever. No, God. Like, you don't, you take so many things for granted. Like, you mm -hmm. have no idea. Like, yeah. when I was a kid, igual in San Francisco, in la escuela, I will be like so pissed. Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't want to do, I, I don't want to keep doing homework. I don't want to do this project. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to do anything. Y entonces, y no te das cuenta, like, tú estás viviendo una, you're going through an experience that you're going to be missing in the future. So enjoy it. Literal. And no, one of the things, like, comparing to my mom, y eso, y ahora, like, bills in general yeah like i feel like we're trapped around bills but then because of that you actually learn the value of everything including what your parents sacrifice for you day on a daily basis so it makes you even to appreciate more like about mm -hmm. you know responsibilities and priorities in general mm -hmm. so yeah it's like you're, you're freely you, you you're freely as an adult to do things but not necessarily <laughs> You could have fun all the time, you know. Exactly, como que uno de niño, you could do whatever you wanted without, I mean, si uno tenía este repercusiones y eso, mm -hmm. pero ahora de adulto es como que más it's real. Like if you do something yeah. wrong, you're gonna get fucked up. Entiende? Like yep. you literally, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. If you do something illegal, you go busted to the jail. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Responsibility is also an important thing in adulthood. Like. Ahora mm -hmm. tú no puedes vivir solo y no pay your bills o, o you know, no hacer, qué sé yo, este, no go to work, because if you don't go to work, te vas a joder, no vas a tener trabajo. You know, there's mm -hmm. so many things que, que you could get a, like a jail, get a, ¿cómo es? La tarjeta esa de Monopolio. Get out of jail, jail free, free card. card. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> you don't get that in adulthood, y'all. Like you have that to only works on Monopoly, y'all. Disclaimer. Mm, disclaimer. <laughs> that reality. <laughs> no, yeah. yo lo que pienso que, I mean, cuando tenemos esas oportunidades de reflexionar, like have a deep, deep re reflection que tú miras tu vida overall, like what have I done mm -hmm. or all the things I've accomplished. Eh, o cosas que te han pasado en la vida es como que diantre I have a good life como que yo no sé por qué me estoy quedando porque this happened or this that mm -hmm. y también tú como que you learn to appreciate things that happen to you in a way como que maybe at the moment when you were a kid you were pissed at something or maybe you were upset or something that bad that happened to you pero maybe that thing shaped you to be the human being that you are right now yeah. the great adult that you are right now so be mm -hmm. grateful for that experience that you had that traumatic thing that happened to you because you know even if you don't feel like it it has helped you to shape mm -hmm. who you are yes. go ahead baby clamp clamp give a hand to see baby no like i feel like in general with all these topics i just want to mention before we close our, this episode like you're on your own timeline don't compare yourself with anyone because yes. your time will come and yes. i feel like we all need to be very patient grateful 
for everything in life and like your time will come simple mm -hmm. as that and also that any accomplishment is still an accomplishment no matter like how small no matter your age like we just have to like support one another you know mm -hmm. and not compete with each other or anything like just getting out of the house is an accomplishment you know any yeah. anything so it's like I feel like everything Even is like, oh. getting out of the bed is an accomplishment. Exactly. Yes. I feel like your perspective or how you think of certain situations, it all, it, you know, we all have to take it in consideration in order to really take a grasp of what life is out there. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Up, clap for Kimberly. Mm -hmm. So, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this amazing episode. I know I did. How about you, baby? Did you like yes, it? Yes, I felt like it was very reflective in a way. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. yeah, I totally appreciate this. Esto fue como una mini terapia. You know what? Un therapy sesh. Yes. Well, guys, if you have any questions or want to write to us, please write us at in on our Instagram at 1014seshpodcast or, or by email at 1014sesh at gmail.com. <laughs> yes. And we'll see you on our next episode next week. Yay. Oh, thank you guys. Bye. And remember, stay, stay positive, positive and be kind, kind to yourself. yourself.